Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Happy Friday. And for those of you who are in the 30-day No Shopping Challenge, we're now we're basically almost two weeks down. So we are halfway there almost, and you're doing great. Um, if you go to the Facebook group, we've got a good conversation going on. And one of the um, participants in the challenge suggested that we go another month. And so we're all kind of discussing that. It's really important to see what people are learning from about themselves during this time and how the experience of doing a challenge like this, which again, it's a challenge, right? There's no payout at the end. There's no prize. It's really something that is testing and seeing what your financial habits are and then seeing how your financial habits lead to kind of like shopping that may just be unnecessary and maybe ways in which you're kind of expressing yourself in a way that's kind of detrimental to your long-term financial goals or financial plans. Because what I'm finding is that sometimes there are things that you can afford to buy that you want that you just don't need to buy just because you have other more important goals. So it's really about priorities because every time Everything about your finances doesn't go into, okay, I'm going to save money right now that I'm going to use right now. Sometimes you're going to prevent yourself from spending money so that you can do something that's much more long term. You may have a two year plan, a five year plan, and and the no shopping you do today can help you get closer to that plan. So it's really important to kind of keep your finances in a long term, short term and long term and challenges like this do that. So will we extend another month? That's the question. And if you haven't, um, if you haven't been participating and you want to jump in now, you can jump in and begin a no challenge for the next two weeks and see how, how you feel and how it impacts you. It's a good way to really get a good sense of your financial habits, which is something that we talk about constantly on this podcast, which is just like, you have to know why you spend, how you spend, what you're doing with your finance, what it means to you so that you can correct it. You can't fix what you don't acknowledge. So that's really important. So today I want to do something a little bit different. I want to go over um, two questions that were asked of me this week um, at different points during the week by different people. And because I think sometimes these are questions that come up and people um, have them, maybe just just don't want to reach out. So I have two questions this week. The first question that got asked of me was about um, putting your, putting someone on, on putting, okay, I'm sorry, having yourself placed upon someone else's credit like a partner sometimes people do this for children uh when to to increase their credit score is it a good idea the question was is it a good idea to add someone as an authorized user on your credit card or to have someone add you as an authorized user on their credit card in order to increase your credit score so the scenario that was brought to me was that it's a couple they're getting they're together they're um they want to um, they want to move forward in purchasing a home. When they ran when they you know ran everyone's credit, they saw that one person had like a seven fifty credit score and the other person's credit score was maybe like five hundred. And the suggestion was made to increase the um, credit score of the person who's lower by adding that person to, as an authorized user on the credit card of the person who had the better credit. So this is um something that people do in order to kind of um, enhance a person's credit relatively quickly. So the question was asked of me, should you do that? And um, from a credit, you know, score increase perspective, those are the kind of things that you can do with credit that will adjust credit scores quickly and and things like that. And I'm not against anything that adjusts credit scores um, 
But what I look at things more more so because I am not I'm not the credit card, you know, credit repair person. I'm more of the full holistic financial picture person, which includes your credit, but is not restricted only to your credit. I look at this, how this impacts your finances in general. And so my response to the person have more to do with an experience that I was aware of where that same thing, that can be beneficial to the person whose credit is being increased at that time. But if you fast forward, if the person who has given the access to their credit card because they have good credit ever sees a change in their situation, that will also impact the, the person who received the benefit of their partner's credit. And so my suggestion or my response to that was, that should be something done in the short term to increase a credit score and then begin to phase. That person should then begin to phase. The person with the lower score should begin to phase in their own credit that will increase their score so that when they remove themselves from this other person's credit, it doesn't have a negative impact. But you have to be very careful when you're playing around with credit because again, partnership as in dating or relationship and then partnership as in marriage can be two different things as far as how your finances are impacted by each other. Um, I would not suggest anybody do that for someone who they're not married to or in a very long-term committed relationship for which they live together and share all other bills I would not suggest that you just do that for a a person that you're dating so there are these ways and if you feel comfortable in a relationship that way and you want to share that just understand that there are consequences on both ends one if you give someone as an authorized user they can just use your credit card and they're not responsible for the debt and if you if you're a person who's receiving that you can benefit from that person's credit except if the person's credit the person in that has an issue with that credit card they stop paying it all those things will then impact your credit so you're sharing this and you just have to be mindful of that the second question came to me and this is like the third time I've received this question in different variations so I wanted to cover it very briefly the question about whether or not you should take a loan out from your pension or your retirement to kind of help facilitate your current financial situation so um, a lot of times people have debt the debt becomes compounding It, it becomes a lot and the question becomes should I take out should I go where I know there's money sitting there, which is what people believe about their um, about their retirement? Should I go there and should I borrow money against that in order to pay off the debt now and give myself more flexibility now? So my answer to that is always, is someone dying? Are you in need of money so that you can, um, you know, pay for the life-saving medicine for someone who's very close to you who's dying? Usually, if that is not the case, I would not suggest that anyone take money out of their retirement for about anything. Borrowing against your retirement is not is not as simple as it sounds. Borrowing against your retirement is the equivalent of extending your life, your work life. So you have to determine if the if what you're borrowing against your retirement for is it worth the extra time you will have to work on the back end because that's all it's doing. Let's just be clear. When you, when, you, when you borrow from your retirement, you're taking money out of something that was allocated to be there for you 30 years from now, right? And it would make it so that whenever you're eligible, you'd have enough so that whenever you're eligible to retire, you can retire. Once you remove money from that, it takes it, it makes it so that you are, your ability to retire is extended. You have to wait. And so you have to ask yourself, is what I want to do worth me extending my time of working working until i'm older is it worth that 
There are other ways to manage debt. There are other ways to control for debt. There are other ways for which you can get yourself out of a hole that you may have found yourself in. There are other ways. Your retirement should not be one. You know, if you're in a very critical situation and you own a home that has a lot of equity in it, you, you would be better off to take out a home equity loan to pay off debt than to go against your, your retirement. The penalties are greater when you go and take a loan out against your retirement. And I just think that it's, I think that the idea that retirement is going to come so far away is one for which we have to realize is just, is fiction. Retirement, people think retirement happens at 65 and that is when it's supposed to happen, you know, in theory, but you could be forced into retirement. You could have to retire because of something, you know, everyone believes that at 65, they're going to still be able to go to work every day. That's not the case for everybody. You could still be alive and not able to go to work every day. And you need that, that money to be there in its greatest form so that if you have to live longer than just from 65, you, you know, you want to have money available. In addition, what I tell people is that your retirement is just not for you. If you're living in this world and you get to 65 and you're able to retire, God bless you. But if you don't live that long, the retirement that you've made this investment in is something for your children because you won't be here beyond that period of time to help support them. So your retirement is, is there that if you die, your retirement will be given to your, whoever your heirs are, whoever the people who are the people you, you've, you've designated. Do you, do you feel it's important enough whatever you want to do now to borrow against their future? The future that you've been setting up for them as you've been, you know, they're dependent upon you. So credit card debt is not a reason. You know, I've, I've been asked, oh, should I do so I can pay off my car? Absolutely not a reason. And all of these things are reasons, are ways, are things that we can manage without having to go into, you know, a, a, something as significant as your retirement. You can manage this by going through, you know, making sacrifices, reducing your spending, you know, there are ways that you can do this and manage debt that do not have to deal with borrowing against your retirement for them. So I, those are the two questions I got asked this week particularly. And um, I'm going to try to do an episode where I kind of answer questions that people have asked me. Because people ask me questions now, particularly after the podcast has started. They ask me questions so casually Um as we're talking. So I'll make note of those of those questions and, and bring them back to the podcast to share because if one person's asking them, I'm sure it's a question that other people have as well. So that's what we'll do um, on Fridays. I'll try to make a habit of it if I get some good questions. And um, so I hope you had a good experience today in this week. April 15th is approaching. And don't forget to file your taxes if you haven't already done so. And make sure that you, if you're in this, the 30 day no shopping challenge, it's another weekend. Weekends are harder. So just get focused on that. Um, I'm going to be launching my website pretty soon. So look out for that. And if you are, if you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at our Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. It's a really great group. We're having great discussions there. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope you'll be back next week as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.